welcome to Win in White, a wedding planning podcast. I'm Maddie, your bridal hairstylist. And I'm Allie, your wedding photographer and videographer. Every Wednesday, we release new episodes bringing you all the hot tips and tricks to help make wedding planning a breeze. So listen and follow along on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at Win in White Podcast for more behind the scenes and all the juicy stories. Hey, hey, guys. What's happening? Happy Wednesday, guys. Happy Win and White Wednesday. Thanks for joining us this week. We're so excited to bring you another episode. We have a really special episode for you, actually, today. (laughs) I'm, like, nervous for this episode. Like, we did this to you, and now it's my turn. I know. So, as when Maddie interviewed me for the photography episode, I am now interviewing Maddie to talk all about bridal hairstyling. Yay, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about it. I'm just like, oh god, what questions are you going to put me on the spot today? <laughs> I have lots of good questions for you. Um, we might not get through all of them, and that is okay, yeah. uh, but let's just let's just dive let's right in. in. Okay, sounds I'm good. Ex- I'm just too excited to do anything else. <laughs> okay, yay. Okay, wait. If I go on tangents, you can be like, okay, man, you have two more seconds to talk. Because <laughs> I already, I have a feeling I know one question you're going to ask me, and I'm going to be like, fuck. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> Does it happen to do with me taking notes while you were telling a story? Wait, what? Oh, good. Okay. See, I'm so sneaky. You took notes while I was telling a story? Yeah. <gasps> oh, okay. All right. Well, notes as in I wrote a question down. Ah, all right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it's too long, then you guys just get two episodes instead of one episode. Oh, you're a sweetheart. They don't want to hear me talk that much. <laughs> yeah, they do. We don't want to hear you talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. This one's really simple. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. What got you into hair? Oh, this is my long one. Wait, hair or bridal hair? Hair. Okay. Hair in general. So I <clears throat> left college or left high school and wanted to go to like a four-year college or at least go to TMCC and get like some sort of additional degree. So I looked into a bunch of different like degrees. I looked into psychology, nutrition, and just was literally feeling like I was wasting my time at school. I was wasting money and time. And my parents and grandparents had, like, put aside money for my schooling. And I was like, I'm wasting this. Like, it's go- it should go to something important. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm doing this. I'm into, like, some sports at this time, too. Kind of just, like, honestly not attending school as much as I should have been. And I was like, Maddie, what the hell are you doing? So I sit down with my cousin, who's a hairstylist. Love you, Chelsea. And I said, you know, I'm kind of interested in doing hair originally thought that this was going to be like a really good job for me to kind of have like a family, be able to make my own schedule, be able to make my own pricing, all that. And honestly, like I'm going to say it, but I took the hairstylist like thought originally of like what people perceive hairstylists to be. I kind of took that and ran with it. And I'm, it's like, I'm ashamed to say that I did think of that, but I also have learned so much and like, am now like, holy shit. It's so much more than hairstyling, and I feel damn proud to do what I do. Um, I went to my parents, and I was like, hey, you know, I was kind of nervous. I was like, I want to do hair, and um, I was really nervous that they would they would be like, no, Madison, you need to go to a four-year college. You need a degree. Like, you can't just go to hair school. And I literally sat them down. I was like, I think I want to do hair. Like, I think this would be so good for me and stuff. And my, um, they were like... <laughs> They're like, um, Madison, we told you to do hair, like, years ago. You're an artist. Like, why would you not have thought about this in the first place? Like, yeah. God, really? Oh, seriously. Like, I, I was so terrified my parents were going to be like, go to a four-year college. And they said, all we want you to do is have some sort of continuing education outside of high school. Trade school, 
co- like um, uh, community college or college, like whatever it may be. We just want you to have some sort of continuing education. Like literally, yeah, we told you to do hair. Like you don't remember us saying that? And I was like, oh no. And I literally enrolled in TMCC, I want to say like three months later, and, or TMCC, sorry, Paul Mitchell, like three months later. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty dope. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> So what got you into doing bridal hair styling then? So in cosmetology school, I actually couldn't braid to save my life and had no idea how to use a curling iron. I actually really enjoyed doing men's haircuts and um, I mostly did men's hair in school. Got out of school, kind of considered barbering, but got into a salon to just like do it all. And I got really in my head about like making sure that I was going to book clients and I was going to have people in my chair and I actually was following this salon slash this hairstylist who owns the salon who the way she marketed her salon was she continued to post these just like gorgeous braids and like these beautiful like voluminous curls and all these things and I was like holy shit like every girl wants this hair and she just posts this and like the color is great too, but the reason people are looking at her Instagram are because the hair is like really pretty. And I was like, okay, well I'm gonna start doing these days where I invite my friends in and I'm just gonna braid their hair and post photos and see if it draws more attraction, more so for color. And then I had people coming to me saying like, I saw your braid, I love your braid, let me, like, can you braid my hair? Then I had people asking for weddings and I started getting into it and I was like, holy shit, like, styling is actually like could be a thing this is this is I like doing this I like how beautiful everything looks and I just kept getting into weddings and just kept going and going so is there a reason that you do like bridal styling and not necessarily like styling in general like I know you will do a style yeah yeah, definitely like you're not going to be like um, no, you're not a bride. See ya. Yeah, right. No, I think my love for weddings really comes from like when I was kind of deep in wedding season um, and kind of got a little bit because originally it was like, yeah, I'll go do a wedding. And it was like, there was no structure to it, whatever. I just told the bride, when do you want me to show up? And I'd show up and things would be chaotic and I'd do her hair and send and I'd be sent on my way. And I love the styles. But I think what I fell in love with was like, when I was doing it enough, I was falling in love with the energy from, a, you know, a mom and her, and her daughter or friend to friend and drinking mimosas, listening to music and like every bridal party is so different. And I literally, it was like being a fly on the wall because honestly, like you're there with your girls, like I'm just there to do your hair. Plus I stand behind you. You don't even see me. So it's like, <laughs> I felt like this little fly on the wall and I just got to where it was like every Saturday I woke up, went and got a coffee, and I just literally got to go hang out with like these awesome women talking about how much they love each other, their love for the bride, and then I got to do beautiful hair. Everyone loved it. She had a great day. I had Instagram pictures to post, you know? Ooh, that is a really (laughs) good point. Like with weddings and stuff, you get like the professional like photographed photos and everything. Yeah, and that was, I remember when I first got my like... Well, and then I got into photo shoots, but when I first started seeing professional photos of my hair, I felt so much more official, and I was like, (laughs) okay, wait, look at, that's my fucking work right there that was photographed intentionally because this was someone's day. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I do think that there's something really special, 
And maybe like a weird like mindset thing with being like a wedding vendor because we are such a big part of someone's day. It's almost like an importance thing. Yeah, I really like, I don't care where you do wedding vendor wise, like you're so important and you play a role. Like, and also brides like take that with a grain of salt. I mean, or I guess not with a grain of salt, but just like take that in like everyone who's working these weddings for you like regardless of what they're doing they're doing it for a reason and they just like want to make your day so much better and they fucking love it you know yeah yeah that's so sweet (laughs) oh my god okay so um walk me through because you only do hair I do want to point that out really quick why well I guess actually like why do you feel like you never really got into makeup we kind of talked about this a little bit yeah no um, if you guys know me, you know that I don't even wear makeup <laughs> and that it confuses the hell out of me. And I actually was one time in school, like we did a day where we were just focused on makeup and I like dipped a little bit of the like brush in the eyeshadow, put it on the model's eye and I just started laughing at myself. I was like, uh, <laughs> never doing this. <laughs> then I tried again, um, right out of school. I started doing like prom hair when I was like enjoying doing styling and stuff like that. And I had a lot of prom girls that were like, Hey, can you do my makeup too? And I was like, yeah, I could like, I could do your makeup, you know? Okay. I think I took my happy little self to Sephora or Ulta and I just like looked around and I was like, okay, well I need a naked two palette and I need mascara and I need this. And I got like a teeny little kit that literally didn't do shit. And then I had a girl who I was doing her makeup and she's like, oh yeah, can you do my eyebrows too? And I was like, sure. Literally don't even do my own eyebrows. And this was back when, like, the really heavy, like, contoured eyebrow was in. Like, that ombre, like, lighter in the front, kind of, like, darker in between. And, like, really contoured, chiseled out. And I knew that. And I knew she wanted that. And I tried my hardest. And it looked so bad. And, like, obviously with practice, like, you're going to get better at things. But it was one of those things where I was just like, I don't love this. I don't love this. I already know that, like, my hands don't work like this. It's just not going to work. And then I talked about it in last week's episode. I was like, really, the majority of me just wants to perfect hair, bridal hair. I don't want to, like, work on anything else. I don't want to be a makeup artist. I don't want to be, you know, a caterer. Like, I just want to do bridal hair. And if I get really fucking good at doing bridal hair, then I'm going to be the bridal hairstylist. So yeah, yeah, totally respect that. And I suck at makeup, and trust me, I want me doing it. <laughs> like seriously, I will show up at your wedding, and I'll try. I'll put on mascara, and I'll put on like um, some tinted moisturizer. <laughs> That's pretty much all you're gonna get from me on your wedding day, though. But it's okay, cause it's about you. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to try to do makeup on my friends, and mm-hmm. it was like never. I don't know. I feel like I was like decent at it. Yeah. As a kid, you oh, know. Yeah, definitely. But then like. I don't know. Just, it just didn't, nothing stuck. Yeah. It didn't, I didn't do just... well enough for me to feel like, yeah, I could do, I could do this. Yep. Uh-huh. Guys, I already think we've said it. Hire Nikki Shear. Like, just, just, <laughs> just hire her. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Walk me through your inquiry process. Like, if I went to your inquiry page and I filled out your, your, like, inquiry yeah. form, you know, and everything like that, what happens next? Okay, so you'll go on my Instagram as of right now. That's the only start. <laughs> well, you're going to have a website soon, yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so you're going to fill out this questionnaire that basically says, like, 
tell me about your day. It's going to tell me, like, who's your fiance? Like, where are you guys getting married? How many people do you want to get, um, like, their hair done? Um, tell me kind of, like, inspiration for, um, like, what you have for that day, right? After that, I receive the email. I try and get back to it really quickly. Obviously, in the bulk of wedding season, it's just a smidge harder, but I try and get to it, back to it as quick as I can. Um, and then I'm going to go ahead and this kind of originates from all email base. Um, I'm going to then send you my pricing guide and then I also text you just because like I'm a big, I'm a big person like who likes to text and that's just my form of communication. Um, and so after that you're going to get my pricing sheet sent to you via email and then a text from me saying like, hey, I just sent out my pricing. Here's my phone number as well. If you have any questions, text me, but then also, um, like go through the guide and then we can FaceTime afterwards as well. So assuming that everything is good, they look through pricing, they everything sounds great, we'll hop on a FaceTime call. Um, normally the FaceTime calls have been about 30 minutes, but I can talk to you longer, whatever you need. <laughs> you know, if you need to talk longer, if we got a lot to unload, we can. Um, a little bit less, basically we're just going over making sure we're a good fit and that we're like on the same page with everything. Um, and then from there, um, assuming everything's good I'll talk pricing and then we would um, confirm everything and then right after I will send you your deposit cost and your contract to sign so I really love that you do the FaceTime calls <sighs> I learned from the best <laughs> I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I just think um, that it's like sets up such great communication yeah. right from the get-go so I will say like that's something that I started for my brides next year honestly because of you and I'm like perfectly fine saying that like that wasn't my idea but I literally like can't even tell you how much better I already feel like I have a connection with all of my brides for next year like, I already mm -hmm. feel like we've had this, like, face-to-face -face conversation. We've laughed to each other. We've, like, had serious talks to each other and stuff like that. And I just feel like next year is already going to be set up so much better. Um, I strongly suggest you guys, if you have a wedding vendor who you're going to be spending a lot of time with or who's maybe just, like, more of, plays, like, an intimate role in your wedding, um, like hair because I'm, like, there in the morning when you're with your girls and stuff like that. I suggest like maybe asking your vendor if they'll hop on a FaceTime call if they'll meet for coffee. Um, Allie and I are always down to meet with you guys, but um, just that you can have that face-to-face -face and kind of get their vibe. Because honestly, while I do love texting, it's really hard to get the point across. Like your, yeah, your tone yeah. and your vibe, yeah. Like I always tell my brides too that like after they've booked, and I also obviously do like a FaceTime yeah. or a coffee meetup before they book, but after they book, I always tell them too, like I am not opposed to audio messages. Yeah. Send me a 10 minute long message. I <laughs> yeah. am there. But I just love that so much because I feel like it's, it, we've gone, we've pushed to a day and age where planning your wedding and picking wedding vendors and everything is so technical and it's so based on just what you see on Instagram or social media, but that doesn't really tell you who the person is. Yeah, definitely. No, um, I actually have a bride coming up actually this week. So, um, we're kind of working still like on her hair, um, which is totally normal, like totally normal not to do trials or to do a bunch of trials. Like it's up to you guys, however you want to do it. Um, but she was trying to explain to me like, Hey, I think I want to change this, this and that. And so what I would do is like take what she said. And actually I kind of like showed her what I was thinking and I actually sent her video messages totally like I, w I literally like parked on the side of the road and I just like 
turned on my phone, put on the camera, had no makeup on, my hair looked like crazy. I was like, this is what this is going to do and this is how this is going to look and sent her the video so she could kind of get a visual like in real time, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> I got to show you the videos though. They're hilarious because I'm like, sorry, this is really tacky. Like, I have no idea. Like, it looks silly. Like, I'm not in a salon. I don't have like a, like a tutorial for this, but it's literally like, give me something to show you. Like, give me a challenge to show you what I mean kind of a deal, you know? I love that so much because then they can be like, well, what if, you know, I want to do this or this? Like, what would that look like? Yeah, exactly. And that happens a lot is because nine times out of ten, you don't even see the front of the face um, on Instagram photos or like Pinterest photos. So when people show me hair, the back of the hair looks great, but it's like, how does that look with your face? That's hard. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want you to build me a timeline. Okay, Oh, sorry. You can ask parameters, but I'm going to give you some more details. So, like, if your bride was like, hi, I have five people, including myself. <laughs> You're like, let me, my phone real quick. just uh, grab some notes. Um, I literally have, like, a template for it, so it's awesome. Oh, my God. Wow, look at you. I did that with my new, oh. my new computer. Well, actually, I did this on my oh. phone. No, I was getting a new computer. <laughs> okay, so if your bride is like, I have five people, including myself, and like what do well, how much time do we need for all of that and like what would that look like five people including yourself um first of all okay are you getting extensions in your hair or do any of your gals have extensions with their hair definitely doing extensions i know one girl has extensions but the rest of them are not doing extensions extensions are they permanent extensions or are they am i putting them in you're putting in my extensions because i bought some clip-in ones based on your recommendation yes, you did. and <laughs> Yeah, and so my hair's gonna look nice and big and fluffy and all oh, all that amazing yes. Pinterest Pinterest worthy shit. Yep. Um, my friend, one of my girls, her extensions are like the weave kind. Yeah. So they're already in her hair. So they're already in, and then the rest of them don't have any. Okay, awesome. Does anyone have extremely long, thick, curly hair? No. Does anyone have any naturally curly hair that they would like completely flat ironed, smoothed out? and transformed into a beach wave? That's a great question. (laughs) That's a great question. I might have to check and get back to you. Let's assume that one of them does. Okay, you got it. Okay, so um, give me the time that your photographer wants you ready by, and is this ready in your dress or ready to start taking um, photos in the robe? So my photographer wants me ready by 11.30 in the robe. In the robe, so ready to start taking photos. Okay. I always say more time is better, so I am going to be out of your hair quite literally at 11.15. So, do, 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 and do, 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 and let's see, we'll put this person here, we will put you right here, we're going to have a nice early morning. <laughs> five people, say? I said five. <laughs> okay. Um, are you all right with an early morning? Or would you um, prefer to have me um, add on an assistant? Well, tell me how early of a morning I'm looking at. Okay, you're going to be looking at... Wow, this is... Sorry, guys. I gotta... My phone's not working right now. Hang on. Okay. (laughs) Where are we without technology? (laughs) Seriously. Five people, you say? Mm, Okay. Um, My timeline doesn't even go that early. Okay, this is assuming we're probably going to need to start at like 6 (laughs) a.m. On a personal level, that sounds fantastic. Honestly. But on, you know, like a normal person level, that's so early. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, so if that sounds good to you, 
this is awesome like you get up girl I don't want you to go first though and so um you need to check with your bridesmaids make sure that they're okay with getting up that early and this will be um a timeline that starts very early yes <laughs> okay but I can add an assistant too yeah so follow-up question yes. if one of my girls or so yeah if we wanted to make it quicker how would we do that like to not have to get up early we would need to add on an assistant. How much extra is that? It's $20 extra per woman or per head that gets done by the assistant. So I would separate it. I would take the load. So I would do three people. She would do two. So that'd be an additional $40. Okay. And what time would we be able to start if we did that? So with that one, do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. do, 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 do. Okay. We would have me and my assistant arriving at 8 a.m. We would start with the first girl at 8.15. So 8 to 8.15, we're going to arrive. We'll arrive at 8. We'll be already at your room or at your um, Airbnb, wherever, at 8. Parts before. 8.15 gives us time to get in, say hello, set up. 8.15, we'll start for the first head of hair. 9 o'clock, we'll start you, the bride, and your girl who has the extensions. Um, and so... <clears throat> I like to give my brides an hour long. Typically, I don't need an hour with my brides, but I just like to give it just in case. A lot of the times, two brides get pulled for different things while I'm doing their hair. So it's just like to it's nice to have that extra buffer. Um, I like to do you second to last so you're not going last when sometimes we might need to like kind of honestly play catch up a little bit. That way also I can give your hair maybe 45 minutes to just set and relax and see what it does. And then we'll put your um, friend who also has very, very long, nice, thick hair um, with her extensions at the same time as you. Give you an hour. We'll start the next person at 10 and my assistant will hang out to do any touch-ups, um, any changes, anything like that. Um, also the option, since she's there, if you wanted to add on a sixth per person, we could do that. At 11 o'clock, we will do touch-ups, and then 11.15, we will be out of your hair, and that still gives you 15 minutes before your um, photographer even wants you to be in your robes and ready for photos. That is so efficient. <laughs> Does that include, like, uh, makeup? Like, if some if everyone is getting makeup done in there? Yeah, so if you are having a makeup artist, um, I would recommend that I grab their phone number from you. It's just easier for me. It just takes one thing off of your plate. Um, so what we'll do is we'll create a timeline together. I can't guarantee that she's going to be on the same like 40 minute, 45 minute per person, an hour for you time frame. But we're going to confirm together that no one's going at the same time. So it's not like, uh, well, Tiffany needs to go here and also make up at the same time. That, what's going to happen, you know? So we will make sure that's all good. If you would like to be in on the conversation with us to kind of set that timeline, or if you have a wedding planner that wants to, we can coordinate that. That's awesome. Dude, I love that. Look at you. <laughs> I tried to do it too fast. Normally, it's a lot more like, okay, let me get back to you in like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, that was so good for being like on the spot and being like, okay, give me a timeline. For five people. Right. Blah, yada, yada. <laughs> for the curly girl too. Um, it kind of depends, but like that's why I give those buffers is like she wasn't sure in the time with the curly hair, like but let's assume kind of a deal. I give so much extra time. I would say nine times out of ten, I can even do an upstyle in 30 minutes. So that's already giving a 15-minute buffer. Plus, you don't need that extra 15 minutes sometimes. 
Plus, my assistant was there to cover a whole extra, essentially, hour. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> so, what would you do if, so this bride, let's say she booked the five people and she was like, I don't, I don't think we need the assistant. Like, let's start at six. Yeah. And then, like, morning of, one of her bridesmaids, like, does not get up. Like, is not on time, running behind. Yeah. So, really, it's. It's just a matter of I want the bride to go second to last. If it works out with makeup and bridesmaids not there on time, we can just interchange it for someone who is there on time. That's not a big deal because I think when you start splitting hairs like that and like getting the exact person on the timeline in the chair, then she'll start getting upset at her bridesmaids for being late. She'll start getting stressed out. And so if I'm someone there in the morning that can be like, oh, we'll just switch you know, person A with person C, like, if person C is here now, person A can go later. Like, not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. You can just, like, tell the relief on their face. They're just like, oh, easy, okay. So, honestly, nine times out of ten, my timelines actually don't even say anybody's name on them. It just says hair one, hair two, hair three, and then um, and then the bride, obviously. But um, I do add names in sometimes when they give them. Like, if you give me your name and you're like, you know... Camille's gonna go second like she she needs to do stuff in the afternoon then like obviously Camille will go second so yeah Yeah. (laughs) perfect okay that sounds easy then yeah okay so how do you feel about traveling for hair I love it um no no I I really do love it um I think it's really cool I personally because and I think we've talked about this before because I'm not a photographer honestly, the photos that I'm going to post, the photos that I'm really interested in are more of the hair. Um, I love traveling and seeing new venues. It's probably one of my favorite things about the wedding. Actually, I've been introduced into a lot of really beautiful venues. Um, and I will travel. I have no problem with it. Um, but I'm also completely okay with doing the same venue a couple weekends in a row because it doesn't really change like my marketing or my work, I guess, you know? So to get like real talk on money then basically and to really drill down on that Mm -hmm. when you're considering traveling for hair um essentially like for photography for example yeah most of us have bucket list locations that we want to go to so we're going to give our couples a discount or maybe even waive our traveling costs okay, yeah. in order to go to that location. Yeah. But since it sounds like that's not something that you really necessarily, it's not like at the top of your list yeah. to be traveling all yeah. over the world, you know, just like to do hair. So how do you kind of like, is there a way that you justify it to your bride in the sense of, great, I'll do your hair, it's going to cost this much, and then also my plane ticket, and then also my hotel. Yeah, so I currently um, am not traveling. I probably won't travel for the next year outside of, I would say, probably a five-hour window. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest, this one's kind of something, because honestly, like, I'm at a place where, like, it's it's more of the hair that I want to do, Um And maybe, like, the people to work, like, I could work with, like, different artists around, you know, the world. But other than that, like, yeah, traveling for me is not at the top of, I guess, the list. And so, if I am traveling, you want to take me to Mexico? You want to take me wherever? I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I will require, you know, hotel, travel on the plane. Um, If we're bringing an assistant, like, I will require my assistant to have a place to stay as well as travel on the plane as well. Um, so currently 
what's it's like pretty common for me to travel over two hours probably I'd say within like two to five hours two to four hours maybe um because I do a lot of like Bay Area weddings for that if I am going over a two hour drive I do require a hotel in the area the way that I do it is um so I look at the total hotels in the area and I look at the average cost of hotels in the area so let's say like going to Sacramento or whatever look up Sacramento hotels and let's say the average hotel cost is $120 which is actually probably really low for Sacramento now but um $120 I will charge you $120 for the travel or for the hotel and then I will pick my hotel from there so it's my choice after that where I go rather than just the, um you know wherever you want um so yeah so past two hours I require a hotel other than that um, I'll go if you want me to go, but <laughs> it's not on my penny. <laughs> I think about, I guess I just think about, like, the people who have, like, like they're diehard loyalists. They have, like, their people that they want. Like, their vendors, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. their vendors, you know? And so, I think... It, 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 just a really good point out is that you, you can't expect your vendors to go for free. Yeah. Like, not basically just be out because like if you worked a wedding most likely depending on where it was obviously and like cost of flights and cost of hotel and everything like that but like most likely and depending on how many people you did too but you probably like break even on your travel yeah you know and like that's not it's just yeah and it's if it's not at the top of your list you know so for someone like for me if someone was like come to italy and do my wedding, I'd be like, yes, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. You just, do you just, do you, are you getting a discount on the hotels? Cause you can just pay for my travel and that's it. Yeah. Or you can pay for my package. Don't care, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I might be like shooting myself in the foot here, but, um, I think over places I would go for the person. Um, Fair enough. so I'm going to go, if you have like, someone like if so if you let's say okay so there's a, an artist in San Diego if you have a wedding in San Diego you were hiring that artist and you need an assistant and by some random reason you found me and also want me which is awesome if I'm working with that artist like we're working a wedding together done easy like we'll we'll make it work kind of a deal um and then I would say like if you're I don't know uh I don't know, someone I want to work with really, like, a lot, then I'll be there as well. You know? Like, I'd say people over place, for me, at least. Or hair. If you're going to give me a couple packs of extensions, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> if you have really beautiful hair, yeah. she's got you. Yeah. No, I hope that answers your question. That one's a, a tough one because, yeah, like, the place is not my priority, so it's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I completely, completely agree with that. Alrighty, guys. So we're going to let you out of here a little early, give you back (laughs) part of your commute. The bell has rung. (laughs) The bell has rung, and we're going to save the rest of Maddie's episode for next week. Thanks, guys, for listening, and I can't wait for you to hear more next week. Thank you guys so much. Have a killer Wednesday. Thank you all so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode, please click that follow button and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. As always, hit us up on Insta with any questions. You can find us at When in White Podcast. 